I mean, whatever, whatever. I'm gonna love it, love it. Toward the end of February, a Spotify account called the Sounds of Spotify Schools started gaining popularity online. If you go to the account, you'll find unique playlists named for universities around the globe. Each playlist updates weekly to reflect what students at each school are listening to. Most notably for Wildcats, the account features a playlist just for Northwestern students. The Sound of Northwestern University. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Sammy Boas. This is Pod Culture, a podcast about arts and culture on campus and beyond. The Sounds of Spotify Schools was the brainchild of Glenn McDonald, a data alchemist at Spotify. Basically, Glenn looks at different listening patterns of countries, cities, and demographic groups. Eventually, it occurred to me that because when you sign up for a student account, you have to actually say what college you are affiliated with, that I could do it for schools. So that account is just me and a lot of math to produce playlists for any school that has enough Spotify student accounts associated with it to produce data. Glenn said that the data primarily tells us how many students from a school are listening to a song, as well as what share of global listening that data represents. So the highest possible score would be every single student at Northwestern is listening to this song, and nobody who doesn't have a Northwestern student account ever listens to this song. And you never get that, but that's the ideal. So, you know, somewhere in the middle there is like 10% of the students at Northwestern are listening to something, and they represent 10% of the global listening, and both of those are still pretty high. But that's better than a song that five students are listening to and nobody else has ever heard because it's their roommate. Unless the school is the only sign of life in a geographic region, there's no way to identify student streams through geography alone. Instead, the algorithm relies on the student Spotify signups. And then, of course, we know like exactly how much of the song you play. So if, you know, you skip after 38 seconds, then we can look at, you know, do you finish songs? How often do you return to the same artist day after day and build up? composite, interesting metrics based on that stuff. Every day's worth of streaming just goes into a big database that I can query. And for sort of scaling reasons, I run a job each day that summarizes that day's listening. And then most of the playlists, including the Sounds of Student ones, are done weekly. So it takes a Friday through Thursday listening week. Each day has already been pre-processed at the, at the end of it and then, you know, adds up all the students streaming from each school and then all the streaming period so that it can compare and find out what share of the world is listening each school has. Through the playlist, Glenn hopes to mimic a real-world experience of finding and sharing music. Across the, the whole set, you'll often see like school fight songs. You'll often find artists that if you research them, you'll find out they just graduated from that school or they're still in it. I'm always super pleased when that happens because that's what a person would do because a person would know. They'd be like, you know, I know the bands on campus because they, you know, they put up handmade flyers and stuff and my friends are in them. So that to the extent that I can like reconstruct that actual real world knowledge just from listening signal, I think that's, that's the coolest. So what's on the Sounds of Spotify Schools playlist? For each school that has enough streaming data, there are 100 songs. 
There's only one song per artist, so it's more interesting for listening and knowledge purposes, according to Glenn. Right now, The Sounds of Spotify Schools curates roughly 2,000 playlists, all pulling data from students across the world. Glenn said that the playlist songs are in a specific order, with the first songs being the most distinctive to students at that university. This layout answers the burning question, what do students at my university listen to that other listeners don't? The Sound of Northwestern University is Northwestern's playlist, pulling music directly from the Spotify accounts of NU football players, Beanin students, that weird kid in your comp sci class, and even daily staffers like myself. So what are all of these Northwestern students listening to? I looked at the weekly playlists from April 1st and April 8th. The most popular genres across the two playlists were similar, with indie pop, pop, and alternative R&B standing out the most. Other popular genres include electropop, modern rock, and indie R&B. Across the two playlists, the songs range from a minute and 32 seconds to 5 minutes and 50 seconds in length. The oldest song was recorded in 1977, Light of a Clear Blue Morning by Dolly Parton. There were 20 songs that found their way onto both playlists, including Overnight by Maggie Rogers and Doubt by Hippocampus. The song's artists range from artists with ties to NU, like Lovely, Alex Bannon, and Honey Butter, to more widely known artists like Chance the Rapper, Taylor Swift, and Vampire Weekend. But does Data know best? I talked to a few Northwestern students to see what they thought about the playlist. There's definitely several songs and artists on here that I really like. A lot of it is a little more chill singer-songwritery, which isn't usually like what I choose to listen to so much. But that's not to say that I don't like it. I mean, most of the songs when I listened through it, I thought were really good and like even some of the more chill stuff I still liked a lot. And there's some really good like vocals on the playlist, which I was surprised about, but I was I enjoyed that. That was Jackie Touche a sophomore double majoring in theater and linguistics. Jackie is an avid music listener. Even though Jackie's favorite artist, Lauren Hill, isn't on the playlist, she said there were a lot of tracks and artists that she likes to listen to. Some of the ones that I knew before, like I love Janelle Monae, Pink is on there, and that's like one of my favorite songs. Flo Millie's on there a little bit. I like Mitski, Chloe and Hallie. Photo ID by Remy Wolf is on there, and I love Remy Wolf. Tierra Whack. I also like, like Wolf Peck. So there's like quite a few that I like. Jackie and her pandemic bubble tend to listen to hyperpop and house music, she said. Having been in a pandemic for over a year now, Jackie said she feels like Northwestern culture and its music culture have been impacted. At least like in my group of like friends and like people I know, I feel like I've been like interacting with a lot of people who are listening to more of like kind of hype like party music and I feel like maybe that could be because everyone is kind of like searching for ways to like recreate the feelings of being like really social and having like a really good time and all that kind of stuff without obviously like seeing people outside of your pod or other than your roommates or whatever people are doing. I think at least like with me and my friends, there will be like three of us blasting like quote unquote party music in the living room, trying to like feel like we're at like a music festival again or like at some sort of like concert and something like that. Um, that we haven't gotten to do in so long. During non-pandemic times, Jackie would go and see smaller, more local artists live in concert. Localized playlists, like the sounds of Spotify schools, are good for highlighting some of these artists. 
I feel like sometimes it's kind of hard to like find many like small artists that really like go along with what I or what anyone likes to listen to um which is part of why I like like big playlists like this that like to highlight smaller artists because it makes it a lot easier to like discover new music and discover new sounds that you haven't been able to find on your own. On campus, WNUR's rock show's purpose is to raise awareness of underrepresented artists. I talked to Thomas Kikuchi, a Weinberg senior and one of the co-directors of Rock Show, about what they thought of NU students' taste in music. I see that the taste and the trends of Rock Show are a little bit different than what I would consider the rest of Northwestern to be into and know simply because they're engaging in different kinds of music and it's curated by Spotify or whatever, like their friends, and not so much with the dedication of being about like the local music scene and kind of trying to find underrepresented music, which is like our biggest goal at Rock Show and like throughout the whole station. Comparing Rock Show to the Spotify playlist, Thomas said that most of the songs on the playlist probably wouldn't be allowed to be played as a part of Rock Show mainly because most of these artists are already getting played in some radio station. They're getting the exposure. And that's not necessarily what we try to do because we are so privileged to have our own FM radio station and have such a large budget to do things with. What kind of station are we if we're just doing the same thing that Pitchfork does, the same thing that a Top 40s radio does, the same thing that like a Spotify playlist does? But Thomas isn't totally anti-mainstream. In fact, they like a lot of the music that pops up on the Spotify playlist. Thomas said they like many of the same artists that Jackie likes. Chloe and Hallie, Mitski, Flo Millie. But they recognize that there's no way for a Spotify playlist to be totally representative of what the university listens to as a whole. I think... It's already a, a slippery slope when you start to consider Spotify as the like know-all, be-all, and like already being reliable of people's listening habits. I'd say that obviously there are some artists that I think we all collectively like and can all agree on, and it's going off of like a wide variety of different listeners, but at least, you know, some of the people that I know and within Rock Show, I mean, we're listening to stuff that not a lot of people are listening to and it might not even be on Spotify honestly at least some of the stuff that I listen to like can't be represented on Spotify if it's not in there I'm, I'm listening to stuff on like YouTube music Bandcamp other stuff that I'll find like through finds that I download um, to, for my personal collection and stuff of course I use Spotify too you know it's still not representative of all the stuff and I just think like Spotify does not have like all the music in the world but ultimately, Thomas sees the Sound of Northwestern University playlist as a way for the Northwestern community to come together and connect while we're all still physically separated. You know, music does have that ability to link us. It's nice knowing that like what I'm listening to I, is it feels a little bit represented on here. You can find the playlist by searching the Sound of Northwestern University on Spotify. Like the music you heard in this episode, all the songs featured throughout the episode were featured on the April 1st Northwestern playlist. The songs are Phantom by Guard, Grass Stains by Laura Elliott, Bliss by Cam the Artisan, Oh No by Softy, and Pretty Lips by Winehouse. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Sammy Boas. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Pod Culture. This episode was reported and produced by me, Sammy Boas. The audio editor of the Daily Northwestern is Madison Smith. The digital managing editor is Haley Fuller. And the editor-in-chief is Sneha Day.